people of God, I'm Pastor Feminus Kendra of the Cedar Cruz International Ministry. Um, good morning once again. I trust you had a very lovely night rest. Yesterday was a very awesome time in God's presence. It was very engaging. It was very, very inspiring. There was a release of certain utterances. There was a flow of certain griefs. There was a stumbling into realities yesterday night, and I and I trust uh, you were blessed because I knew your life would never be the same. Yesterday was a very, very, very interesting uh, experience for me. Uh, um, the passion at which uh, we engage certain realities and we're able to conform ourselves to certain utterances in consistency with the redemptive work, with the completed redemptive work of Christ. Like I said and I've been emphasizing since we started this uh, series on prayer for this month, in our month of prayer, I've been saying it, I've said it again and I'll say it again, prayer must be predicated on the revelation of God's word. Prayer must be predicated on the revelation of God's word. It is only when it is predicated on the revelation of God's word does it have the ability in itself to propound faith. Does it have the ability in itself to bring out a result? Because the word of God is the only is the only um is the only um personality capable of um, of the creative um, power the creative authority because scripture says all things were created by the word of god everything was created for him by him through him there's a capacity within the word to cause effect to cause things to change so when we come in synchrony with what the word says and we put ourselves in what the word has fulfilled and in the identity of the word as in the name of jesus we actually get results because when we use the name we are in the name the name is a legal tender is like a currency for an exchange is like a currency for transactions to be made scripture says there's no name given by which men must be saved it's just the name jesus that that the name is a legal transaction by the name we have authority by the name we have dominion we have um, a ground to actually make um, demands or or, or, or or set things in place and um, through the tool or through the agency or through the personality of, of, of the living Christ. So um, I explained a lot of things and I've told you if you want to go far in your relationship with God, you, you will prosper in your relationship with God according to the knowledge you have of him. And yesterday morning I recommended certain messages. I said we should go back to the series on how God sees you because I said how God sees you would affect your relationship with God because some people have a distorted idea of the way God sees them. Some people think God is out there to destroy them, think God is out there to, 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 to end their life. God is just out there to condemn them. Uh, 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 no, 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 no. That, that's not God. Go back to scripture and study God. Go back to scripture and study God. And I've explained so many times, I've explained it out from Genesis to Revelation, how that God created systems, governing systems, and man broke those governing laws. And the laws itself had autonomy to, to, to cause effect or to bring discipline to man. And so the law was it that disciplined men and sometimes the extremities of certain occurrences, the consequences 
consequential effect of certain um, certain um, breaking of certain laws actually necessitated death and it was not God in himself that killed man but people's inadherence to certain laws and the autonomy power he gave to the law caused certain effect and through Christ now we have dominion over the law we have dominion over the um, the sentencing of the law we have dominion over the speakings of the law because of the new life the higher life we now have in Christ the higher life we have through redemption we have the ability to actually um, um, to, to, to live above the law because there's such a life we have received that makes us to be in compliance with the law and even do the perfect fulfilling of the law because Christ is the fulfillment of the law because Christ Jesus is the end of the law and is the beginning of a grace life and a grace work with God so what is grace grace is an enablement to live above sin grace is an enablement to actually live above the law to fulfill the law and to fulfill all the speakings the obligations the the the, the requirements of the law in Christ Jesus so through Christ Jesus and by Christ Jesus we have the ability to to live above the law to live above um, the complications to live above the demands of the law so that's a life we receive and I've explained it so many times if you don't have a revelation a proper revelation on how God sees you uh, you would have a distorted relationship with God you have a relationship with God filled with fear you have a relationship with God um, and I um, and I explained something I said the, 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 the difference between the there's a difference between the old and um, creations relationship with God and the new creation relationship with God and I said in the new creation relationship with God we have the ability we have the capacity to call him father because we have been adopted by him we now belong to the household of God we now belong to we are now fellow citizens and partakers of his divine nature the, the old creation did not have this privilege the old creation um, had um, a very limited sphere of authority he had the earth to govern but the new creation governs the earth and the totality of creation because the new creation governs from his identity or from his place or from his present revelational position in Christ Jesus I explained a lot of things that are predicated um, by that revelation a lot of things that are anchored on that revelation uh, so how God's you influences how you will pray it influences how you pray it influences your thought patterns it influences your speaking it, it influences your faith life so people have a distorted way they see God so it influences how much they are able to put their faith in God because they, they don't understand whom they have believed but scripture says that I am I know whom I have believed and I am persuaded so there is no persuasion that has come to their spirit and persuasion is the place to which faith is crystallized so they, 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 they don't know whom they have believed so there's no persuasion that produces faith so you have to understand and know who you believe because who you believe if you know him that you believe when you come to him in the place of prayer you see that you relate with him in ease you understand certain realities about him you understand that there's a that there's a strength there's a supply there's a covering there's a comfort to which he's willing to offer that you are not even aware of so it prepares you and it prepares your mind in your approach in the place of prayer that scripture always scares a lot of people is the year come boldly before the throne of grace uh, that that throne was a scary place there were lightnings there were thunderings in the old covenant and it was it was a scary encounter so every creation that 
Giants wanted to come that came in interfacing with the throne. Just take for example Jeremiah, take for example Isaiah that came before the throne. All that they saw was their uncleanliness. But God now made us understand that the throne system was not the throne system to condemn. It was actually a throne system that actually impacted grace. That's why when Isaiah came interfaced with God, he saw himself unclean. But what did the throne, what was the response of the throne? The response of the throne was to purify him. So we were made to understand the new covenant that the purpose of the throne was not to destroy man. The purpose of the throne was to supply grace and to give grace and glory to men. So scripture now tells us in the new covenant, say, come boldly before the throne of grace. He said that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help. So in the throne we obtain mercy, then we find grace to help in time of need. There's such a system in the provision of, of, of fellowship, in the provision of intimacy with God, so that in our weakness, when we come boldly, there's something we find, we obtain mercy and we find grace to help in time of need. That's the dividend of prayer. Prayer supplies strength. There's an exchange of ability. There's an exchange of, of capacity. There's a supply of grace. There's a supply of power. There's a supply of limitless ability the power of creation is forged in the place of prayer you you are able to come to a place of realization of destiny a place of realization of purpose a place of fulfillment of vision those are the dividend you get from intimacy from the place of prayer you have to program your mind you have to program your life in such a way that your life revolves and responds to what the word says about you is in the place of prayer you have the energy to push yourself into that fulfillment arabani supekana is the ability the supply from God strengthening you giving you a reformed diffuse ability to perform in the full capacity of the king is prayer is intimacy is the knowledge is, is predicated on the revelation you have of God you understand that as the issue you are in this world it affects your prayer life it affects your prayer life when you come before the throne you see yourself as Christ before God you don't see yourself as wherever you have been you see yourself as Christ before God you don't see yourself in your past form you don't see yourself in your earthly form you see yourself as Christ before God. Constantly when you come before God, don't see yourself as what you used to be. Don't see yourself as what you think you are. See yourself the way God says you are. As he is, so are you in this world. See yourself as Christ before God. Change things around you. See yourself as what God before men. Just the way Christ was in the world. And reconciling men to God. Scripture now says you also are now in the world. Christ now dwells in you reconciling the men to himself not imputing their trespass. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 visiting downwards you now have the Christ within you you are performing the function Jesus performed on earth before so you have to be enabled you have to actually understand and experience the level of intimacy and the level of prayer to which he had with the father before so what he had that was jealous with the father what he had that was that secret love with with him and the father you have to have that level of relationship with Christ for you to be able to perform his express will his express desires on the earth to fulfill redemption upon the face of the earth you have a purpose you have a plan God has destined you for greatness you have to understand all these things and all these things is predicated on the revelation you have of God so go back go and understand God go back go and study go back go and pray those little scripture that you're taking in someday will be your saving capsules they'll be your saving capsules someday take seriously god's word interface with his revelation make sure his word comes upon your spirit he said and his words 
entered into me and set me upon my feet. That's the encounter of the word you need. The word that enters into you. You can know when that word. I knew the day the spirit of wisdom came upon me. I knew that day. Because the word entered into me. From the book of Job. I, I was just reading the scripture. I taught multitude of days should speak wisdom. And advanced years should show understanding. But there's a spirit in a man. I, 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 as I was quoting that scripture. Something sparked within me. And I spoke out. And I said there's a spirit within me. The inspiration of the almighty giveth me understanding. The inspiration of the almighty giveth me understanding. I have the wisdom of God. Before, you do, before I do anything I was sparked on my feet. The word entered into me and sprang me up to my feet. I became a man of wisdom from that day henceforth. There is such an ability that can enter into you from God and can set you on your feet, set you on the path of destiny, set you on the path of your finance, set you on the path of, of creation, changing things, changing things around you is such an ability from God. The word can enter into your spirit and set you on your feet. And I pray for you in the name of Jesus that was wherever you are wherever you are the word of god enters into your spirit and sets you upon your feet because prayer is predicated on the revelation of god is predicated on the revelation of the blessed son of jesus so i pray for you that that word the revelation of jesus would enter into you because scripture says that i may know him till you know him you cannot have an encounter of him you must know him you must know whom you have believed and i pray for you in the name of jesus that god will reveal himself to you in the place of the word in the place of meditation there are several factors that can project images of christ that can make you grow spiritually take take take, take for example prayer take seriously meditation take seriously and um, Staying in the word, take seriously affirmations, take all these things, affirmations, begin to affirm, begin to speak, begin to confess, begin to meditate, begin to contemplate on the word, fill your, fill your life with the word, choke your life with the word, and the word of God will set you on the feet, and the Lord, word of God will make you what the word of God says, it will make you what it says, it will make you what it speaks about. God bless you. God increases you. God gives you the capacity to follow him with zeal, with power, with a focus, and with a sound mind in the name of Jesus. We'll, we'll see you again this evening around 8 o'clock. Invite friends. Invite family members. Let's pray. Let's speak words. Let us take charge of life. Let us energize our spirit. Let us speak words into our lives. Words that will change us completely. Uh, you are nothing small. You would always be great. There is no nothing in God that plans for you to be average. There's no plan in God for any of his son to be normal. You are an abnormal creation destined for greatness, destined for excellence, the best of all the best of all the best. God imputed into you and God called you my son. He says to the son he says, you're blessed, you're blessed, you're blessed. Whatsoever platform you get to share this word, whatsoever um, distribution channels you have to share the word share the word change your life change your life completely change your friends life spread the life spread the light in the name of Jesus you're blessed don't forget this evening we meet again around 8 o'clock it's a very beautiful time with God it's a very powerful atmosphere it's been resourceful it's been helping me it's been setting me upon my feet go and be blessed in the name of Jesus amen